Hey there, once again, all you lovely people, some of who might be a bit mad about the lockdown yet again. Let me try and lift your moods today by introducing you to yet another awesome person in this episode of the RJ Sujay Ikigai podcast. Well, his name is Vikram Sharma. He's an entrepreneur who has successfully scaled and run several businesses, currently running Wi-Fi, a technology platform for blue-collar workers to gain skills and employment. And before Wi-Fi, he was co-founder of Car Crew, which was bought out by the team. Group and before that, uh, he was CEO of a couple of big companies and also worked as a consultant with the McKinsey and Company. Well, Vikram is an engineer by education and undergraduate degree in India, of course, and uh, a postgraduate degree in engineering from the University of Wisconsin Madison and an MBA from the Harvard University. And right now, we have Vikram with us in our studios, uh, beginning the ninth episode of Get Up, Get Going and Find Your Ikigai. Thank you so much, Vikram, for having agreed to be here. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. And, you know, it's, uh, it's always great speaking with you. Okay, if you say that, I'll believe that. But, uh, you know, since our show is called Get Up, Get Going and Find Your Ikigai, you know, uh, all of us find it in different ways, right? Uh, And usually, many of us uh, start thinking about what we want to do uh, in life in our growing up years, right? So tell us a bit more about your growing up years and uh, more about how they influenced your desire to be who you are today. That is an entrepreneur. Sure, Sujata. So that's a... You know, uh, you're right. I, I I grew up in Himachal. I was born there in a in a very small village, uh, and I the village where I was born uh, and had my early years, I think still has a population of less than maybe hundred people. Right? Mm-hmm. There was no Pakka Road even there uh, in my early years. Uh, I, I recall there was hardly any electricity either. Uh, so that's the kind of uh, a place where I grew up. But I was very lucky uh, to have had an opportunity to go study in a big city. Uh, so I think that I was around four or five years old when um, when my dad got me enrolled into a uh, into a school in Chandigarh, okay. uh, which was about six hours away. But I still, you know, I was still so attached to my roots that I, you know, kept coming my, back to my village every month, every other month, whenever I had chance. Uh, and we. It was a large joint family where where I was, uh, you know, growing up uh, those days, and I had a lot of cousins. I was the oldest one in my generation, uh, and and you know, in those years, I realized that I am the only lucky one who got a chance to go study in in this big city, whereas all my other cousins, you know, ten, twelve of them, they continue to uh, stay and study in the village school. Uh, and that kind of, you know, on one hand, I realized that education opens up opportunities. But on the other hand, my biggest realization was the opportunity to have education by itself is a, is a blessing. Absolutely. So, so that's where I think my biggest realization happened that, you know, I am so lucky. I am so grateful for, for having had this opportunity, if given a chance. Or I will create a chance that I will want to be in a position where I can create opportunities for people to have education. So that was all. That was the starting point, you know. Uh, 
and from there somehow that uh, that uh, you know that thought in my mind has stayed over years then i had more learnings uh, another learning from my childhood is i recall you know there was my father was working in a government company and uh, there were a couple of other people in the in the entire family uh, who were uh, employed you know working the rest of them were farm farmers uh, and you know i remember in the childhood when we used to look at things like let's say a car or a tv so sometimes the family members will will remark are ye to business wale log afford kar pate hain <laughs> naukri wale logon ko ye sab nahi sochna chahiye right that also kind of in early years of my life it sowed the seeds in my mind acha business se bahut kuch hota hai although i was too young at that time to realize what a business really means mm-hmm. but but that was the second thing that you know if you want to do well in life you have to be in business uh, not in a job job will pay the bills but but to do really well business zaroori hai and then i think that was my second big learning uh, but then the real kind of learning which happened in much later years of my life was how do you create a business how do you make difference um, to society and move beyond the ability to just being in a job and paying your bills and having a livelihood came later it's really amazing you know vikram uh, you know what you were saying because i have grown up in a city um, i have been born and brought up in mumbai and uh, while you were speaking i was thinking that you know what if my life story was really different what if if i was from a smaller town and what would my life have been like what would i have been inspired to do and i'm so like happy to hear that you know you picked up the best of it right in terms of being influenced and being inspired and wanting to take that inspiration forward so thank you so much for sharing that uh moving on we will move from your uh, village to chandigarh to having uh, being educated in one of the best institutions of the world which is harvard i mean it's everyone's dream i couldn't even dream of that okay let me tell you truthfully but you know you were at harvard tell us more about your um, time there uh, you know in terms of the influence that it had on what you're doing today also sure no i guess i was uh, i was very lucky to have had the opportunity to uh, to go to harvard um, in fact to be honest i until i reached the us and started working there I actually did not know much about Harvard. I had not even thought about an MBA. I was such an engineer, you know. I used to only think about working with uh, with uh, car companies and mechanical engineering and you know all engineering kind of companies. And I had not really thought about Harvard. But then, uh, you know, then applied. Uh, had a chance to, you know, as I said, lucky to 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 get that admit. The experience there was phenomenal. It was definitely uh, a life changing. uh journey uh, that period of time the first biggest impact it had on my life is it it kind of made me fearless because what i realized is there were people from all walks of life there until i was you know studying at uh, at harvard i had not really thought about starting a business or had not really thought about taking any big risks and then being in that immersed in that program with all these very impressive people from all around the world uh, and reading stories of successful entrepreneurs and businesses made me fearless i thought i can also do it and second thing i think it also made me think is i also kind of thought 
it's like an insurance policy right because when you want to be an entrepreneur one of the risk is failure agar fail ho gaye to kya karenge so then i thought yaar chalo ab itni education mil gayi hai if i have this uh, endorsement i i and i i don't feel the the fear of starting a business i can start something right and if i fail i look it as an insurance policy that chalo kuch job to mil hi jayegi agar zarurat padi to zarurat na pade par padi to kar sakte hain right and then uh, did you uh, become an entrepreneur immediately or i i believe you uh, led a couple of companies right so what was that journey all about right so you know when i when i graduated from from harvard i had kind of lived in the us for close to 10 years and uh, and i i had this deep desire to come back to india uh, i had a offer to uh, i had multiple offers to uh, to join companies in the us including going back to my original company uh, and 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 live and you know continue to stay in the us um, but you know i somehow did not feel comfortable i felt that you know while i enjoyed living and working in the us it was a great environment but i didn't feel that i was able to fully express myself somehow there was this pull to come back so that led to my decision of you know finding opportunities which will bring me to india right away so i happened to uh, run into a company which was a american business uh who had no presence in india but they were keen to start india business okay so i basically moved back to india right away with that company uh, it's a company called husco uh, and okay. then i moved to india in 2006 to build that company up from the scratch uh, in india so that included setting up a factory building the business hiring a team and getting the business up and running so i moved to pune and built that business up uh, and ran that and we became uh, the number one market leaders uh, for our Ooh. products within a span of a uh, couple of years okay and from husco uh, was it straight to being an entrepreneur or no in between there was another thing so uh, so husco was kind of like a startup but uh, but in a way without any challenges of fundraise kind of startup uh, while i was there i uh, ended up running into a into a business which was just the opposite of it which it was a mature company been around been a market leader for several years but mm-hmm. had recently gone through some uh, some turbulent times uh, and the owners wanted to exit uh, but the business wasn't making money uh, so i got the mandate to help the owners turn that business around uh, get it back on path of profitability and help them get the exit while the business was struggling so i took on that challenge uh, right ran that business turned the company around uh, got the confidence of the customers the stakeholders the employees everybody back and then um, uh, the company was bought out by a uh, by a large uh, multinational uh, so the mm-hmm. so the shareholders got an exit and after that i uh, decided to you know become an entrepreneur and start my own yeah because i i feel that uh, you've got in terms of you got involved in the life cycle of the company in a way right you've started a company and then you know uh, when it's really matured you've run that company uh, turned it around and actually um, sold it to someone right so i think the life cycle um, of the company somewhere having seen that has really influenced you and uh, inspired the confidence in you to be able to run your own shop what do you say right right in in different pieces uh, but yes you're right i had 
by that time I had seen the entire journey of starting something, building something from nothing, running it, making it you know grow and mature, and also turn around and the exit. So I've seen all those phases. Right, right. So how is it being an entrepreneur? And um, tell us. Of course, we want to know more about uh, you know car crew and uh, Wi-Fi. W I F Y people. Wi-Fi is the latest company uh, Vikram is running. So tell us more about both these companies. Sure. So I, so I love solving problems, you know, and and uh, the joy of uh, you know building something from nothing. Car Crew uh, uh, is a, is a tech platform which basically helps mechanics and repair people and various people working in the automobile industry to to find opportunities of serving their customers and on the other hand customers are able to discover these uh, mechanics and repair shops uh, through the platform so it really basically was an effort to organize a very unorganized uh, industry there are you know lakhs of uh, auto mechanics in india but almost all of them uh, struggle to find good quality customers or struggle to find genuine parts right you have a car you, you are happy to sometimes take it to a uh, to a mechanic uh, but first first innovation is is this mechanic a good guy right even if you overcome that the mechanic may need to replace one or two parts in your car uh, but when those mechanics don't have access to genuine parts so that's those are the two failure points we were trying to address one is providing the customers uh, a layer of confidence that okay this is a garage which has been or a mechanic which has been tested and approved by us uh, and you can go there second is now solving that repair problem also which is getting these mechanics and repair people access to right parts pehle kya hota tha kisi mechanic ke paas chale bhi jate the but then the mechanic would say you know aapki gaadi mein ye part nahi hai aap if you can get me the part main theek kar dunga we solved that problem so we provided doorstep service of any part of any car to these mechanics so that really solved a very big problem in the country and since then you know number of other startups have uh, have started in this area and become quite successful wow that's quite inspirational and you sold it to a much larger company right yes uh, we were uh, bought out by tvs group tvs is a chennai based uh, conglomerate and they have a large a presence in the automobile sector right also. right so for them it was a very interesting new channel because they were already in the auto parts business uh, but they were selling those or distributing them through different channels mm-hmm. and this was a new channel wow and such a big conglomerate actually looking at you for inspiration you know to kind of uh, take their business into another direction i thought that is fantastic uh, vikram and i think wifi w i f y again solves uh, a similar kind of problem yes so wifi is a is a similar platform but it is in different industries so this is more in the construction and home improvement space so what we are doing is we are building a skilling and employment platform on one side so we we help various kind of tradesmen like carpenters plumbers electricians uh, electronics uh, engineers all of them get skilled and certified 
so that they can you know do their jobs better and also have access to employment and on the other hand we work with large brands who are serving these markets uh, to avail services of these people so we are a b2b first company uh, so example being let's say you buy a you know let's say a modular kitchen from ikea right so ikea in the west may be a diy kind of a project do it yourself but india is not really a diy country so you might be able to buy something from ikea but then usko jodega kon who will make it who will fix it at your home so we provide those uh, installation and assembly services directly to ikea so ikea can sell you something and also provide you that assurance that we are also going to provide you assembly and installation at your at your household at your site and they are able to do that through our platform uh, where we have these trained uh, qualified technicians available so we're solving kind of on one hand we are enabling and empowering millions of tradesmen by providing them skilling and employment and the other hand we help hundreds and thousands of brands to get access to these tradesmen in a organized manner so we are organizing a very unorganized sector mm. you know and and, and something uh, came to mind uh, right now as you were speaking so um, if you are too busy to diy then just call wifi wow <laughs> that's uh, amazing sujata i think um, uh, yeah because in india we are too busy to do anything on our own right we need support and help for everything and i think you hit the nail on its head by you know creating a solution for that problem right who wants to diy in india when there are so many of these as you said unorganized skilled people though unorganized uh and uh, they're always willing to you know kind of come to you and you know the way you negotiate hard with them and i'm so happy that you provided this kind of a platform because i'm sure that there would be at least a minimum guarantee that they would make out of each assignment working with you right that's right that's right i i might have to steal that tag uh, line that you gave me today i, I really love it <laughs> but i won't charge royalty it's you know it's uh, my return gift for you being on my podcast <laughs> awesome awesome no that's great uh, but 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 you're right uh, so while we are not the first one trying to do this kind of uh, uh, business there are other companies who have done this uh, and have been very successful uh, much earlier mm-hmm. than us but most of these companies the other platforms they are more b2c focused right they are helping direct consumers find Uh, plumbers and electricians and and carpenters we are a p2b business we are solving this same problem for large enterprises mm. uh, so that they don't have to struggle in finding the right people or working with with small contractors uh, or having different or you know giving different kind of consumer experiences to different parts of the country so what we do is we help brands solve their problems and provide a very very uniform and consistent consumer experience to you whether you are sitting in chandigarh or delhi or mumbai or kerala wherever so so that's our value proposition to the brands and as a result we can create massive opportunities for all these uh, tradesmen and workers in the uh, in, in these industries that's amazing and i think as far as there is a need right there is always a problem to solve uh and whether it's for a business or for consumers as long as you're trying to solve that problem i'm sure that uh you'll do very well and as you said consistency i think that's the key here right because right. 
these carpenters or whoever else that we are talking about you know not all of them are as skilled uh you know someone might end up damaging something or whatever we don't have that trust right if we don't know that person except if he or she has been working with us for years and that's how trust builds but you know if there is a company like wifi who's promising a huge organization saying that you know don't you worry about the quality or the skills of these people that's on me i think the organization would go for you in a jiffy right absolutely and the the skill is the key word here right then the you know most of these uh, these tradesmen have not really been formally educated and even if they have been to a iti or a vocational training institute the skilling curriculum that they have been taught is so outdated right uh, in a carpentry course what they are learning today is not really used in the market right or the world has moved so the so the latest technology is not taught to them in a formal manner and some of them learn uh, just by experience by making too many mistakes or taking too long to learn so what we are doing is we are shrinking that period of time in which they learn to a very very small time hmm. what we are what i would like to think is what we are building is a is a skill tech organization on the other hand so you know you may have heard of uh, platforms like byju's and so on right uh, or upgrad so they are right. all for 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 white collar or for students what right. we are building is the skill tech or the skilling platform for blue collar workers so we i would like to think that we are on the supply side building the byju's or the upgrad for the blue collar workers where they can come and learn upgrade their skills get certified and hence have access to high quality employment Uh, and hence create opportunities so this goes back to my original thought what i said you know which is having access to education is a great opportunity and uh, and i think maybe the impact that we can have on these millions of tradesmen is is maybe they will be able to have good livelihood so they can create high quality education opportunities to their kids and hence they will have a higher or a better future That's an amazing thought Vikram and is that what keeps you going because I'm sure that you know being from Harvard you know when you meet your classmates and CEO of XYZ and you know whatever else right that's what we hear what keeps you going in this entrepreneurial journey Yeah so you're right you know so my classmates from Harvard are very highly successful famous people you know they run large companies or are you know uh, ceos of uh, private equity firms or independent large companies um, and it is uh, uh, the glamour of that is right. uh, is great so it it kind of sometimes make you feel yaar main kya kar raha hu right but uh, uh, you know because being an entrepreneur and being mm-hmm. uh, running a startup is a struggle it's a constant hustle right there are times when i don't even know if i'll have uh, enough you know money to pay my bills this month right but but it still you know what helps to overcome all those challenges and risks is the joy that you know you get from making a difference uh everybody is actually making a difference i, I don't mean to by any means say that uh, people who are ceos of large companies are not making a difference they are also making a difference but everybody has their own way of mm-hmm. you know feeling that mm-hmm. sense of fulfillment for me that sense of fulfillment come from creating something from nothing 
so I find my joy in that. Plus, you know, touching the lives directly of thousands or, or you know, a large number of people and helping them do better in life. So I feel directly, you know, directly, I feel a direct connection uh, with my work. So I, it is not like 10 layers of separation between me and the impact I'm having. So, so that, that sense of fulfillment is, is immediate and, and right there, there and now. Wow. And I think that's the energy I hear in your voice as well, Vikram. You know, a direct, direct impact uh, because it's coming from your heart. And I can feel it. And I'm sure our listeners will be feeling and, you know, feeling inspired as well. Uh, just listening to the warmth in your voice. Um, last but not the least, your message to our listeners on how they can find their Ikigai and how to stay on that path, right? Because tough times don't last, but tough people like Vikram Sharma do. So, Go on. The stage is yours. That's a, that's the toughest question, and you saved the tough tough one for the last. But I don't feel that I am, you know, so qualified to uh, to to answer that question. Uh, but but I feel that uh, remaining true to oneself uh, helps. Number two is having confidence and trust in yourself, like back yourself, uh, that you can you can do uh, you can do it. Uh, helps uh, then I think uh, to some extent uh, you know having some sort of uh, insurance policy helps I think this is a more practical point so for some people the insurance is you know having money in the bank for some people the insurance is a family uh, or something else in my case my insurance is that I have done enough in my prior journey that that I'm not worried you know I can find something or if this doesn't work I'll have something to go back to right so uh, what has helped me personally is uh, is spirituality uh, so I'm not a very religious person but you know I, I live uh, I, I learn a lot from ancient Indian uh, philosophies like Vedanta or yoga so what what that has taught me, uh, listening to these scholars and having experienced it myself, is nothing is permanent, right? If you're going through a hard time, just wait. Hang in there, believe in yourself, and it will change. And similarly, on the other hand, also, you know, if you're having a very, very good time and things are going far, far better than imagined, then also don't get overcome with that, you know, just... Don't start believing like right? There's a lot of luck driving it and a lot of nature driving it. So just remaining centered. So what spirituality helps is in remaining centered, uh, not getting carried away by too much success. At the same time, not getting too down in tough times. Tough times don't last, but tough people like Vikram Sharma do. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your inspirational story, Vikram. And, uh, you know, as I keep saying, even if one person who's tuned in can get inspired, uh, you know, by what you've said, I think our job is well done. What say? Absolutely, uh, Sujata. I would, I'm grateful to you to giving me the opportunity to come and speak here. And uh, I loved it. 